Hey guys. I know it's been a second since our last episode, but obviously this is a time where using a platform like this is so much more important. I sat down this afternoon with local resident and organizer Terry Collins, who after receiving word from his friend Maya, felt it was an extremely opportune and important moment for Woodbury to stand up as a unified voice in the face of the recent anguish and crisis our country has found itself in after the public execution of George Floyd in Minneapolis last week. I want to thank Terry, Maya, and everyone they've worked with to set up the rally that will be taking place this Saturday, June 6th, starting at 1 p.m. We'll meet you at Wing Dickerson Park on Carpenter Street alongside what we're expecting to be a huge outpouring of the community. This year has already put us through such a test, and I want everyone to know that I care for you and that Woodbury is most definitely a place that everyone should feel safe, protected, and welcome. Enjoy the episode. All right, cool. So we are here with Terry Collins. Your name is pretty uh, pretty widely spoken of from what I hear in Woodbury. Tell me a little bit about yourself and your connection to Woodbury. Well, just to be correct, I'm junior because my dad um, okay. is Terry Collins Sr. So a lot of times um, I don't tend to add the junior, but um, just to put the separation, it's okay. junior. Okay. Um, my connection with Woodbury, I'm uh, actually born and raised here. Um, all my life, raised in uh, the Woodbury Public School System. I still currently reside in Woodbury, and Woodbury's home. Woodbury is, you know, a, a town that I'm totally committed to. I uh, love the people of Woodbury. A lot of uh, friends, family members, and, you know, I have nothing but, for the most part, great things to say at Woodbury. Not really anything bad, not saying any town is perfect, but, you know, mm-hmm. Woodbury is definitely a great town uh, to be from. Yeah, Absolutely. What got you started in, in getting involved in the community? Well, last year, actually, I uh, put together my first community event. I decided to, to do a basketball tournament. Um, it was called uh, Bridging the Gap Between Local Communities. And the original idea was to try to do something with the uh, surrounding communities um, from Woodbury, such as Paulsburg, Defford, and Glassboro. And that ended up not working out uh, necessarily to where I wasn't able to engage some of the people in those towns into being involved in the basketball tournament, but I continued to do the tournament and ended up being like a, a real nice community event. Mm. Uh, we had some um, bounties for the kids, face painting, a couple vendors, some from the area. The basketball tournament went, went on too, but I think just the whole atmosphere of the community, the children, parents, single moms, uh, being able to come together was definitely a big deal. And that kind of was like the start for me mm-hmm. with, you know, wanting to do more within the community. Yeah, that's big for me. I mean, my background is in community development and I'm always interested in what people find motivating or what inspires them about getting people together and doing events like that. What about that for you is motivating or life-giving? Honestly, I've actually done event planning for, I'm going to say maybe the better of going on like 19 years now and I'm actually my okay. first event that I actually put together I've done more so like party promotions and things like that mm-hmm. and the funny thing is my first event that I've ever put together was a draft party for Bryant McKinney who was um, okay. former NFL player for the Minnesota Vikings who right. graduated uh, with me 1997 Woodbury High School mm-hmm. and my first event ended up being his draft party which was at the Elks in Woodbury, which is no longer there. Mm-hmm. And from there, I just, you know, continued to do it. And um, that was a, a great event. I actually packed out. And like I said, from there, that w- that was actually my start. So I continued to do different parties, different events. I've done, you know, bowling parties 
Um, more recently, as you know, I've done uh, spoken word poetry events, right. things like that. So, you know, I continue to do that. And a lot of the skills I was able to develop over the years is pretty much what led me to end up doing this event here that we're going to see Saturday. Yeah, and that's a good segue. So I want to get your perception. You know, Talk to me a little bit about your kind of reaction, your feelings, your thoughts about what's going on in the world today, You know, especially with George Floyd. First, I do want to uh, shout out Maya Kamieni, who is actually the person who came to me and who had the idea first mm-hmm. about doing this community event Saturday. She brought me the idea of what she wanted to do because of what's going on, as you mentioned, um, right. with George Floyd and in the world and seeing all the riots and mm-hmm. things like that. So she came to me, you know, feeling like, you know, I'm uh, one person who definitely probably could pull this off if anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are her words. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so she brought it to me and, you know, I just started putting things together. But um, as far as what's going on in the world today, you know, it's definitely a sad situation to see what happened mm-hmm. in Minnesota with George Floyd. And for me personally, you know, this has been going on since, I believe, 2013 um, with Trayvon Martin. It's kind of when things started really, right. you know, being in the news and in the media to where we see that was like the beginning point of this continuing to happen with the, right. you know, with the killing of minorities, whether it be uh, more so from police officers. But mm-hmm. it seems like Trayvon Martin was the beginning of this whole movement, which is where the Black Lives Matter Right. A movement started after Trayvon Martin was killed mm-hmm. in 2013. But it, it seems like, you know, the occurrence keeps happening now every so often yeah. where you see, you know, people of our race being killed. And like I mentioned, you know, a lot of it has to do with the police officers. So I kind of made a post last week on Facebook, like, you know, after seeing this one, as much as we wanted to stop, it's almost sad to say you, you're kind of wondering who's next. Right. And I think this one, the way it played out more so on uh, television or not television, but with us being able to see the video literally the next day, because mm-hmm. I believe the incident happened Monday, mm-hmm. and by Monday night into Tuesday morning, that video was kind of, you going know, viral. had gone viral, like, right. all over. So, number one, I don't think we've seen it that fast mm-hmm. out of all the other incidents, and to see it so graphically, and for everybody to be able to sit and pretty much watch him die yeah. on that video, and not even, like, you know... Normally where we see someone was shot and killed instantly, we literally watched him die a slow death of like eight minutes, Mm -hmm. you know, before he died. We seen it, you know, leading up to his death. Mm -hmm. And even after he was non-responsive, we still seen the police officer still continue to kneel on his neck. So I think Mm -hmm. that's what kind of for me separates this. And a lot of these matters I've watched and. You know, I felt bad for what's going on and seeing in the news, but mm-hmm. I think out of all of them, because of how it happened and how it played out on the video, um, I think that's what caught my attention the most with this most recent incident. Yeah, I mean, it's a big deal, you know, for me personally and uh, a ton of other people that I've connected with, especially young black men. It's been a really shocking incident to watch. Like you said, it was it was much different than watching Every every time that this happens, it's a tragedy, but watching it the way that it happens so slowly, almost methodically, you try not to, but at a certain point, you really find yourself putting yourself in George's shoes. Like, what if that was me? I remember that time I got pulled over. I remember that time my check bounced. I remember that time didn't use my turn signal and just constantly putting your yourself in those shoes is really exhausting you know i think a lot of us are are either exhausted we're tired we're angry and i think that you know you're right that this is really one of the the biggest tipping points in the way that 
this whole movement has really shifted worldwide at this point. And especially for, like I said, you know, for black men, it's a it's a different kind of space to, to see yourself in and to kind of react to. You know, so it's definitely been a lot more charged. And I'm glad that we're responding to it in that way. You know, it's it's a right. magnified kind of incident. So the reaction has been magnified, which I um, I appreciate. And I'm glad that we're having conversations like this to be able to, you know, really start to hash out what we're feeling first and then figuring out what actions we can take after as the next step. So we know that there's a rally going on. So so tell me a little bit about this rally, you know, some of the details and what has that process been like in setting up the, the rally on, on Saturday? The rally on Saturday, I'm going to be honest with you. First thought, again, when um, Maya brought the idea to me, um, she put it out there and, you know, I immediately tried to engage a Facebook audience with making a post to kind of see what, you know, people would be interested in. Uh, things like that. And a lot of times we see um, when certain things happen, we don't see the, the not necessarily the support, but when it's time to make things happen and put things together, sometimes people don't really get involved. So that's why I wanted to engage the Facebook audience and the community and see. And, you know, it was a lot of people who responded, a lot of people responded in a matter to where, you know, they seem to want to be involved and they seem that this is something that they wanted. So, mm-hmm. and it started to grow within a 24 hour period over the day. So, that next day, I believe Maya contacted me maybe Friday, uh, last Friday or last Saturday. And then Saturday, I put the post and, you know, I went from there and said, okay, well, let's give it a shot. Mm-hmm. And each day, it's continued to build more and more to the point, honestly, with even, like I said, with doing event planning, within a day, I started realizing, like, this is something way bigger than anything that I've, you know, ever done before. Obviously, we know a march is a whole nother magnitude, but I really started to feel like it, you know, you know, this is definitely something that's, you know, it's not event, uh, necessarily just simple event planning. It's right, not right. party promotion. This is like something that leaves me really under the scope. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of times if I'm doing an event, you know, I'm just under the scope of the people who are if I'm doing a poetry event, people who may come to that event are people who like poetry or things mm-hmm. like that. But right. this is like where Gloucester County, outside, you know, towns outside of Woodbury mm-hmm. and maybe even more towns like Woodbury is under the scope with this event, you know, especially with what we've seen throughout the country uh, with a lot of the riots. I think a lot of people are on guard with, you know, what's going to happen. Is something bad going to happen? We don't want it to be our town. Right. So that I think leaves me even more under the microscope with how this is going to play out, how it's going to plan. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I, I really started to feel that pressure. But, you know, I kind of uh, relaxed myself and, and focused on, you know, trying to make this as successful as possible. So I started mm-hmm. immediately reaching out. And actually what happened was after the post was made, somebody seen the post, uh, somebody from the city council. Mm-hmm. So they contacted Maya. She immediately forwarded uh, me the message mm-hmm. and they basically wanted whoever's organizing it to contact the mayor. Um, last year after the basketball tournament, I had not an actual conversation, but after the um, basketball tournament I put together, the mayor had reached out to me, mm-hmm. actually thanking me for, you know, putting that event together. And she was basically saying um, she seen things on Facebook and it appeared that the event was successful, which I think it was. Mm-hmm. So, once uh, that message was forwarded to Maya, she sent it to me. I believe Danielle Carter, right. who's on the city council, reached out to her. Right. And being that I'm the one to put it together, I immediately reached out to the mayor. And uh, once I did, the mayor was actually kind of happy and excited that, you know, I was the one 
you know, putting it together. You know, I, I'm sure there was right. some uncertainty with who's putting it together. Mm-hmm. You know, do we have things to worry about? So I think she was a little bit eased. Yeah. So I immediately contacted her. And after speaking with her, she put me in contact with Police Chief Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a discussion and then we just went from there. And since then, it's been, you know, nothing but positive vibes. It's been nothing but great support from um, the mayor, the police mm-hmm. chief. You know, it's been total support from, from everyone. And things have kind of trickled down from there um, with dealing with uh, some of the people with the Humanity Committee, mm-hmm. Crystal Moore. Um, also, uh, the a person, uh, his name is Charlie. He's He um, plays a key role uh, with the Child Development Center. Yeah, which is the board uh, president, I think. Right, exactly. um, Which is where it's going to start at right there, pretty much. Okay. So he actually reached out to me. I guess he had got wind of it somehow, and um, he contacted a family of mine, Ron Wilcox, and Ron Wilcox, you know, gave my number. So, like I said, I mean, I've had phone calls, and I've had an outpouring of support of people I don't even know. Yeah. Um, We have a, a... Facebook page, I'm sure you're familiar with, a community page. Right, right. Um, So what happened was once, you know, I started seeing different people kind of like, you know, like I said, in the community, curious as who's putting this together, what's it going to be like. Like I said, more so I think the concern was because of seeing on TV what was happening in California, what was happening in Minnesota Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. Philly and Chicago and some of the major countries, all the riots. Again, Mm -hmm. I think everybody was nervous. Mm. Um, what's going to happen with right. our community event. Sure. So um, I kind of went on that page and introduced myself, let people know who I was, let them know um, what my goal and expectation was for the event. And I think from there, you know, I'm sure people probably contacted other people that know me and asked right. questions. And I think from there, people kind of started settling in a little bit um, when they seen my uh, the energy and um, atmosphere that I was trying to create, right. that it was peaceful and filled with positive vibes, I think people started really settling in and buying into, you know, what this event is going to be like. And yeah. like I said, I mean, I've, I've got immediately messages from people, you know, asking what can they do, you know, what can they donate and things like that. Mm-hmm. And even with the, the mayor and the police chief, you know, they've been, like I said, 100% supportive. We actually had a meeting after the discussions to come together and figure out, you know, what things that they could do to help me and and basically mm-hmm. it's like they've left it all up to me mm-hmm. it's not a situation where they've tried to actually control this right you know they're more so in the background like tell us how can we help you we Supportive. we want to be a part of it right and um, really uh, they've been very thankful that you know i've even put it together mm-hmm. so from there i kind of reached out to um, some of the clergy members in the community right actually my cousin alvin collins is a pastor mm-hmm. um, i reached out to him i reached out to pastor boyer mm-hmm. Pastor Simmons, Pastor Cuff, mm-hmm. um, as well as Pastor Gatlin from um, First Baptist Jericho. Mm. And everybody's, like I said, been supportive. I've talked to uh, Loretta Winters, who is the Gloucester County president of the NAACP. Right. I reached out to her and a few other people. And like I said, the feedback has been, you know, beyond what I really expected. And, right. and, and it's almost like forming like Voltron, like everything's yeah. coming into play here right right you know and, and like i said it really helped lift a lot of the burden and yeah you know nobody's really second guessing this like i said everybody's more so taking taking the role like listen we're glad you're doing this and you know and i, I think now that's even more of uh, a reason why you know all eyes are going to be focused on you know what happened saturday because right. everybody's not going to want it to stop here you know right, and i think right. this is something that 
Woodbury's been missing for some time. Yeah. I was um, speaking to somebody about the event and I was saying how in our community, you know, we have a very diverse community, but mm -hmm. I think a lot of times what you see is you have events on one side of town and right. then you have events on another side of town, but there's not too many events that brings the whole town Come together. together. Right. So here's an event now that has the opportunity to do that, to bring the whole town together. And it's a shame that, you know, it took something like this, you know, to uh, make it happen. But, you know, the, the goal and the key is once this happens, you know, God willing, and, and what I'm expecting is a great event, maybe even a, an emotional situation where, like I said, you know, it really opens people's eyes for change. And, you know, hopefully it'll bring some people uh, from the community that will actually be willing to step up now and myself yeah. being one included, because like I said, I haven't really been a whole lot involved in the community um, on that aspect of, sure. you know, dealing with board meetings, being right. in city council meetings, right. kind of more the political aspect sure. of it. So, um, And this is really important, too, I think, because there's a lot of other people, like you said, we've got a diverse community. There's a ton of events that go on. There's a ton of opportunity to, to work with a, a really diverse network of people, not even just in Woodbury, but the whole region. You know, you're talking about clergy and NAACP, like there's a ton of people that you can you can work with to make these things happen. And I think it's really important for people outside of the, the small group of people that have been putting this event together to also know that if they have a good idea, if they've got the right networks available to them, even to the extent that they can reach out to the mayor and, and be able to put something like this on, I think that that'll ease maybe some anxiety or, or nervousness about putting something like this together because we've already seen it happen with events like this. You right. know? And it's a really important thing for people to get involved in the community to put these events together. But if they're nervous, they're anxious, they're unsure, I don't know if the police chief is going to be around. I don't know if the mayor or the city council's down. I don't know if this organization, this church is going to really be invested. But knowing, especially in moments like this, that we need to come together and unify and have these moments of, of unity, I think it'll be a really important lesson and, and image for the future, thinking about what other events are going on. So, And that's one of the questions I want to get to, but jumping back, what are some of the things that we can expect? Like, walk me through what the protest is going to look like. I know it starts at Wing Dickerson on Carpenter Street, right. and it's supposed to end at the Justice Complex, uh, Hunter. Right. So so tell me what's happening during that time before, after. What does that look like? So what's going to happen is, you know, one o'clock promptly we're mm -hmm. going to meet there and I expect people to be there, you know, clearly before that. And we want to start really to the T at one o'clock. From there, we'll have an opening prayer. And I, I do want to say that I'm honored to have my father who's going to be there, Terry Collins Sr. Mm -hmm. He's going to actually um, open up in prayer. So he's going to start it off. And then from there, I'm going to give open remarks. You know, and honestly, I, I don't know where my motion to take me. I haven't really written a, a speech or anything yet. Mm -hmm. I kind of want to put some things on paper. But the vision of what I've already seen, what Saturday is going to look like, you know, even with that coming to life Saturday, I'm sure it's going to be a, a, a crazy scene to see. So, right. But uh, from there, we're going to walk at 115. Again, we're, we're looking to be real prompt. Right. So 115, we're going to walk from the Wing Dickerson Park, mm -hmm. which, by the way, Wing Dickerson Park is partially named after my great-grandfather. Okay. A lot of people don't know that. Ernest uh, Wing Sr., that was my great-grandfather. He's okay. uh, long passed away. But So we're going to walk from Wing Dickerson Park up Cortland Street mm -hmm. onto Broad Street, and we're going to take the march all the way down from Broad Street onto Hunter Street down mm -hmm. to the Justice Complex. Right. And again, uh, during that time, I expect to be led 
The police chief is going to walk with us. The Woodbury City Police Department, the mm-hmm. mayor. I'm waiting for Loretta um, mm-hmm. Winters to call me back. We did talk, and mm-hmm. she definitely wants to be involved. She just has to move some things around. Right. Everybody else I mentioned. Actually, I, I forgot to mention uh, Andrew Bell, who's the superintendent. Right, of Woodbury um, School. Right, yeah. Woodbury School superintendent. Uh, he was actually in the meeting the other day. He's very supportive. Okay. So he's going to be there Great. to walk. So everybody's agreed to walk. Um, Ted Johnson, mm-hmm. uh, Carlene O'Connor, Robert Davis, who's actually on the Pawsborough School Board. I brought him outside from outside the community. Right. Kind of to give a voice from the outside looking into our sure. community, but close. Mm-hmm. Tamara Jenkins, who is... Um, I'm not, don't get me wrong. Uh, I don't want to give the wrong name, but she has right. um, her own nonprofit that deals with something in regards to close to this matter that's going to be very helpful. So she's going to speak. Uh, Gloucester County Prosecutor, Miss um, mm-hmm. Hoffman, she's going to come. A friend of mine, Sincere Williams, Nakia Comfort. Mm-hmm. A couple other people, Drew Alexander, who is the the head football coach for the Woodbury Steelers, uh, the mm. senior team. Mm-hmm. Um, he works close with the kids. Um, and as I mentioned, Pastor Cuff, uh, mm-hmm. Simmons, Gatlin, Boyer, and we have a couple other things that I'm waiting on potentially, and, and not even that I want to really put it out there heavy, but mm-hmm. um, someone's working on one of the Eagles players to be speaking. Um, from okay. what I understand, one has already committed to be there and support. Um, okay. He's actually a former uh, Philadelphia Eagle, but one current Eagle we're working on getting uh, to be able to speak. So okay. actually also I'm working with Marquise Holmes, who I'm looking to bring him in kind of as person who's been through the legal system, um, is going to give his uh, testimony and story from what he's been through. Also with having dealt with police injustice and he's come out of the uh, legal system with some scars, but he's on to, you know, bigger and better things. And, mm-hmm. you know, I kind of want to get people to see his perspective to be able to see, you know, people who have, you know, had legal issues, people like himself aren't necessarily bad people, which a lot of times we see mm-hmm. people kind of frown on, you know, certain people or look at people certain ways. And, right. and that's the thing we want to do pretty much, you know, bring unity into the community so that, you know, we want to feel like, you know, as African-American, if we're on a certain side of town, people are not looking at us as in like, you know, right. what's, what is he doing on this side? Or if right. we're on that side, looked at as I wonder if he's getting into mischief on right. his side and things like that. So, like I said, uh, the, the walk is is technically a 15-minute walk. will probably be a little longer based on the crowd. And, you know, honestly, the crowd I expect is going to be in great numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, I know from what I'm seeing on social media, there's a lot of shares, a lot of um, reactions, a lot of comments of people saying they're coming and they're bringing their families and, mm-hmm. you know, different friends and things like that. So, you know, what I really expect to see is, a great turnout, um, mm-hmm. a, a peaceful walk. And uh, the conversation I had with the mayor from the beginning of this is our people have the right to be angry. We have the right to be frustrated mm-hmm. and feel some type of way. Not only just what has happened throughout the years, but even more now with, like I said, what we've seen last week and the way it played out. So, you right. know, a lot of people have played their frustration out through the looting and the rioting. Right. And what I let her know is, You know, you're going to have people and we have a right to be angry, but we're not going to let our anger play out in violence. You know, we want this to be peaceful, you know, pretty much like problem solving. We want to be able to address the problems, but yet come up with a solution to it. Yeah. So definitely looking forward to a great event uh, come Saturday. Absolutely. I'm excited to be there. So we're wrapping up. Any last closing thoughts that you want to share with the listeners before we we get you out of here? Because I know you got another meeting coming up. Nothing really. Like I said, I just hope, you know, everybody plans on coming out, 
everybody plans on, you know, having a great time. And like I said, you know, there's definitely going to be people who don't necessarily agree with Peaceful Walk because, like I said, a lot of people have a a bad taste in their mouth. And this is something fresh. And, you know, for people who have past history of dealing with police injustice, racism and police brutality and things like that, and, you know, feel like it mainly has to do with the color of their skin. You know, I get it. A lot of people feel that way, you know, just throughout the country period, which is why you see, you know, some of the protests going the way they're going. But again, you know, for Woodbury, you know, I want to be the one to help try to set the tone and show that we can be a city that comes together, Mm -hmm. you know, for everybody just to come together and rally of the African American community to deal with these issues of equality and and injustices. And, you know, hopefully everybody understands it. You know, I think a lot of times we see where people who are on the outside looking in don't necessarily understand how we feel as black men or Mm -hmm. they don't understand the anger that a lot of the people in the black community feel, you know. And I think now more so after this incident, I think more people get it. Mm -hmm. And like I said, it's sad to say it took an incident like this, but even with the the police officers across the country now, you're starting to hear more of them speak out. And, you know, even they totally understand that, you know, what happened was totally ridiculous. I don't think I've heard one person, you know, say anything, but this was way beyond his job. This is, you know, this was definitely excessive force. And, you know, for... The most part, honestly, I've I've heard even a lot of them say, yeah, he murdered him and he should go to jail for that. Yeah. You know, yeah. he was definitely wrong. So, you know, mm-hmm. I think now even more so than ever or more so than any of these situations that have happened over the last seven years, mm-hmm. you know, even more so the uh, police officers are, are kind of back in the African-American community more, which is why you see in some of the protests across the country, you see the police officers actually walking right. and involved hand to hand to kind of say like, yep. you know, not only, you know, are we angry as well with you, but we're standing with you and we want to march with you together. So, yeah. um, which again, as, as as we'll see Saturday. So, you know, like I said, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Again, I got to thank uh, Maya Kamiani and, mm-hmm. you know, by no means will I take all the credit or, you know, I understand mm-hmm. that, you know, as a person who's done events over the years is why I was enlisted to put it together. But right. without the help of everyone involved, then this doesn't happen. And, yeah. and again, it started with her suggestion that we do it. So, you know, big shout out to Maya Definitely. for even stepping forward because nobody else even, yeah. you know, I really didn't hear or see on Facebook anybody that, you know, even mentioned like, you know, let's do a rally. She, right. But when she brought it to me, now here we are. And like I said, it's two days away and you yeah. know like I said I'm getting a little more anxious and excited to, uh, yeah. to be there and I'm ready for it to be here so yeah definitely I feel the same so big shout out to you big shout out to Maya we're really looking forward to the event so Saturday 1 p.m. Wing Dickerson Park we want to see everybody there come out to support us and we're going to have a really great event Terry again I can't thank you enough for slicing out a little bit of time to, to speak with me we're really excited for the event and I really appreciate it and I appreciate you for having me as well so absolutely Thanks so much again to Terry and Maya for their efforts in coordinating this rally. Again, it'll start at 1 p.m. on Saturday, June 6th at Wing Dickerson Park on Carpenter Street. I hope to see you there and showing support to this movement taking place across the world as we stand up in one unified and peaceful voice with the unequivocal understanding that Black Lives Matter. Hope you're all safe and well. Talk soon.